There's always that one person that refuses to let the wedding planner be the point of contact. Welcome to the Refined Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Refined Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about being the point of contact as the wedding planner. So those of you listening might be in different categories. You might be a wedding planner, and we'll talk about how to maintain that position. And those of you that are not wedding planners that are listening and you're a wedding pro in another category, I would love for you to listen in with an open mind about the value here. And I want us to all together talk about, you know, the push-pull dynamic that can happen uh, with transitioning a point of contact and, and, and planners, you know, understand kind of what that might mean for a wedding pro and our, our place in that relationship where we can be, uh, have their back. So let's jump in. Essentially a client is typically hiring a wedding planner or an event manager that comes in a little closer to the end to be the point of contact. So if it's a full service wedding planner, you're having communication with them throughout the entire relationship, right? If they're hired as an event manager, they're going to step in, you know, a month of, a month before the wedding, give or take a few weeks, okay? And it's at that point that really and truly, it is helpful to the client, it's helpful to everybody for the wedding planner to have eyes on everything. And that's that's one reason. It's just the, the, those are two reasons being the point of contact is is has value, okay? Now, there are a lot of different little rabbit trail reasons under those. There's just umbrella. Those are umbrella reasons. But essentially, it's, <laughs> the benefit to everybody is just significant, okay? So for those that really give pushback on that and feel like, you know, things turn out better for me when I maintain that point of contact for myself, I hear that. But what ends up happening is that you know, you might get 100% of what you need, but someone else only gets 75% of what they need. You've robbed them of that opportunity, okay? So when a planner is the point of contact, maybe everyone gets 90% of what they need. Everyone gives a tiny little bit. And maybe you don't want to hear that. Maybe you don't want to give anything at all. That's how this works. That's how it works. And if you're not okay with that, like this isn't the industry for you. We, this is a, this is a teamwork makes a dream work kind of hospitality space. Okay. So you're going to have to be okay with that. And if you're not, eventually your business is not going to work out for you. People aren't going to want to work with that. So I think that there's value to letting go of that. I think you're allowed to have boundaries with that and within that and parameters and planners. That's where I want to speak to you around this too. Like it's not about being controlling. It's about maintaining control and eyes on all the details. Okay. It's about maintaining the ability to uh, show up cool, calm and collected because you know exactly what's going to go on. Right. So like that's a, that's a sense of being in control. That's a sense of uh, being responsible, but it's not controlling and it's not bossy and it doesn't take the client away from the relationships that they have with these wedding pros that you've had nothing to do with during the planning process. Okay. So we want to be really mindful and respectful of that. That's really huge in this conversation. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about 
approach on this and a process. Okay. So in the refined wedding planning process kit, which if you are a wedding planner and you don't have that, you are absolutely missing out. Please go grab that from a refined shop. It is a, from A to Z, how to do it all. Okay. So get in there, grab some templates. Don't reinvent the wheel. If you've been doing this forever, I have planners that have been doing this for 15 years and still go buy it. And just it reinvigorates everything. Okay. So go grab that. And also take a look at our final reconciliation document, okay? Between those two documents, this process is seamless. In the wedding planning process kit, I've got a template where in the final stages, as you approach that uh, final walkthrough, you're going to prepare your client for the handoff. You're going to let them know at the walkthrough, hey, from here, go wrap up those conversations with your wedding with the wedding pros and let them know that I'll be taking point from here, okay? And I've got the wording for you all right there in the wedding planning process kit. and. It's done in a way that the client has say in that and has a voice of authority and like, this is what I've hired the planner to do. So we're all going to do it. Okay. It's, it's a directive from the client themselves, right. As opposed to me stepping in and taking, taking over, right. Like the client is, is providing that directive. Okay. Then once they've done that and confirmed that they've done that with me, then I will reach out to all the wedding pros using the, the final reconciliation kit, which has, you know, all the questions you need to ask a DJ in the final stages, all the questions you need to ask a photographer in the final stages, oh, every category is covered to the nth degree. And we've had hundreds of planners look at this. Nothing goes on and uh, you're not going to, there's no stone left unturned. Okay. So if you're the kind that's like, huh, what have I missed? What have I missed? And you have that palpitation, like this will bring you all the peace of mind. Okay. So then in that email, I'm going to ask all my questions. I'm going to Make sure we're super organized and we're getting the information we need. And I close out the email with, you know, reiterating that, hey, I'll be your point of contact from here. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, please respond by X date so that I can compile everything. All the responses from all the wedding pros need to be compiled in one email that goes then to the client. Okay, so we're not going to like ping them every time we get a response from the wedding pro. That is an inbox nightmare. We're not doing that. Okay, so... Once they all respond, you don't probably have to follow up. And that's just how it works. Uh, you know, just make sure that they understand the value of that. And so I've got that in the template for you. And it also communicates to the wedding pro, hey, I'm not here to step on or take away and and, and completely remove you from that relationship. I know that it's been a they they you've you've built a relationship and it's valued. Okay. So I'm not here to completely take it away. And there will be times that we all get reconnected, but I just need to make sure that I'm in the loop. Okay. So, and, and, and what I mean by that, and I've been, I've had a lot of wedding pros kind of give me insight on this. So this is not, uh, this is something that I think that you'll find in, enhances your referral relationships. If you understand this point, there are things that in the final stage, a wedding pro can upsell. They, there are things that they can say, oh yeah, and we can do that. And sure. And here's, you know, and they can, they can, they can upsell their services and offerings. Okay. So we don't want to rob them of that opportunity. We, there are also things that they can educate on that we might not be privy to, so we don't want to rob them of that opportunity. And there might be some things that are more design centric or just personal relationship centric that you know they've they've curated this that or the other about their service or product based off of you know other conversations they've had with the client that we can't just regurgitate, right? Like we weren't part of that, and so there will be times that we need to loop everyone back together. But I do think it's still important and critical for the planner to be a part of those final conversations so that no detail is left, you know, unseen. Okay. That's, that's really important. Uh, and I think that when 
again, if we as wedding planners can understand that about our wedding pro peers and need, their needs and those relationships with those clients, you're going to earn some respect there. Okay. So, but I'm asking the same thing on the flip side, wedding pros, <laughs> please understand that like, this is why they've hired us. Like of anything, of all of it, like this is why they've hired us to keep all that stuff off their plate. And also too, they don't know what they don't know. So Right. You may be having this conversation with them and you're asking those questions and you're getting the information you need and you much rather flat process than whatever bad planner you've worked with before, which by the way, if that's the case, keep trying, don't give up and, and, and invite that planner into the refined community and let them know about it so that we can help. We can help with that sort of thing. Okay. So make sure that they're aware of our tools and resources, but essentially, uh, if you, are asking the, you know, the client, these questions and they answer it in a way wherein they don't know how it implicates or impacts another priority. Like let's say you're the caterer and they answer in a way that makes perfectly perfect sense to everybody, except for if I was looking at it, I would say, oh, wait, 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 wait. If we do that, that's fine, but it's going to change something that you ordered on your floral contract. The way that we have, you know, this planned, we can't, it's, it's one or the other. They don't, they, you, it's not possible to do both. So which one do you want? Right. Okay. So then they wouldn't know on their form with the florist to communicate this other piece because in their mind, it makes sense. They don't understand those layers. So that's why it's really important for a professional to be on top of those details at the end. So if, you know, that's one way you can help educate your clients on the value of a planner. Okay. Like, sure. They can do this work. They can absolutely do it. They are going to miss something. That's how that, that is the result. They will miss something. And so you've got to let planners have that point of contact there at the end. But again, planners, as I'm, as I'm, you know, talking largely to you all, please respect that that can slow down the process for another wedding pro. It can, um, hinder their ability to upsell. And so we want to be able, and, and we can ask those questions. Hey, is there anything in, in this that like you want to upsell or you want to ask that stuff? Hey, how can I help facilitate that? I want to make sure that you have the right experience that you need to have in the final stage as well. Okay. And, but ultimately I think that we can all understand that there, that there are layers involved and wedding pros, maybe that does slow you down a couple of days. Please understand that in the long run, that will benefit you because we're not going to show up on the wedding day thinking one thing because the client didn't know what they didn't know. We're going to have, we're, it's going to be done properly. Does that make sense? So like, it's okay to lose a couple days in the grand scheme of getting it right. All right. I hope this was helpful. As I always say, approach matters. That's what it comes down to. But I do think that a client needs to be involved in providing this directive. I think that helps. I think it provides a smoother transition. And um, I wish you all well in this process. Please go out and respect each other. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.